Hello and welcome back to All Things Medical Assistant. I am your host for this podcast, Santi Noteas. And first and foremost, I want to say thank you to all of those uh, that have stuck around, continue to listen to what I have to say, the return listeners, all you um, international over-the-sea listeners, thank you so much for, for sticking around. I see those numbers growing. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And if you're a new listener to the podcast, I hope you find this podcast interesting or in the least entertaining. And please, by all means, if you know of anybody that might be interested in something like this, you know, you know, medicine and medical assisting and opinions and all that, please, you know, send them our way and we'd appreciate it very, very much. But um, yeah, so it's Wednesday uh, and it's about a quarter to three in the afternoon and I am home when I should be at work and because it finally happened. It finally happened. Yep, you got it right. I got infected. And it's been about a week now since, you know, the onset of my symptoms. So, you know, I'm, I'm here at home I'm feeling much better. Thank you. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in my bedroom with the windows open. My daughter's out in the eating area having a pizza and watching her tablet. And that's the other half of this podcast that I'm pissed off about. And I'll tell you, we'll, we'll get there. So if you hear real life noises going on, that's, that's where that's coming from. But yeah, so, you know, so yeah, so I got infected and, uh, again, I'm feeling, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good and getting along and, and let's, let's just start, let's just start this, this, this bullshit journey. Um, and I'll tell you how it started and, and where I've gone from, uh, where I've gone since then. So, you know, like I said, it's been about a week. So you know, it's last Wednesday, went to work, uh, you know, felt fine, no problems, feeling, you know, great. Came home at about 8.30 in the evening. You know, if you remember, I work four tens. Um, came home in the evening about 8.30, uh, had some dinner, you know, hung out with Lily Olive, uh, the family and uh, watch TV, and um, you know, and actually, I was trying to get some homework done as well, but that didn't happen. But anyways, um, you know, went to bed, and you know, and thinking back on it, <clears throat> excuse me, the only thing that I do th- that that I can, you know, one of the more, I guess, one of the, one of the initial things that I can think of is, is like, you know, I went to bed a little bit earlier than usual, but I've had those days. Those evenings where I go to bed a little earlier than usual because, well, you know, because it was a busier day or, it was a, you know, just, it's just been busy, you know, you're tired, you know, and I, I do a lot of things. Well, I have this habit of waking up at about 3, 3.30, maybe 4, every morning without fail to go potty, to take a potty break. I have this other habit of drinking uh, a big glass of water, you know, within the hour before I go to bed. So, you know, obviously I'm going to wake up, I have to go to the bathroom. But, you know, when I woke up this time, something was different. I was feeling different. You know, I I was congested and I had this chest heaviness, not like, not like you know, something cardiac, but just, you know, congestion and um, I was breathing heavy, uh, breathing, you know, warm, heavy through my mouth. And the back of my throat was, you know, prickly tingly, just, you know, just, I, I knew that this was something different, you know, and I, you know, and I know all of us have those days where, you know, you, you know, you feel, you feel icky, you know, for, you know, a day or so, and then you have a good night's rest and it goes away, you know, it could be something transient and whatever, um, but then, you know, we have those days that we just know it's something different. We just know that, 
that something different's hitting us and 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 you know and we we and we just prepare for whatever it is so that's what that's what the instance was is that I knew that this was something totally different but I figured but at that time I was I figured well I'll just go back and sleep the rest of my my couple of hours and get up and get ready for work and you know get Lily all up to school and and go on as usual well yeah so that wasn't happening so when I woke up to get ready it just it was just worse it was worse I mean my uh, the congestion in my chest was heavier I started coughing so I had that that slapping productivity, you know, and, and and my cough, it was just, it was horrible. So I knew, well, I don't think I'm going to make it to work. And then, you know, I can't show up to work symptomatic in any way because, you know, whether it's COVID or not, I just can't be there, right? So um, called in and said, well, you know, I'm just not feeling well and you know, I'll keep you up to date. So this was Thursday. And you know, I decided, well, you know, I might as well get tested. Well, I'm gonna have to get tested because, you know, working for the university, you have to report your symptoms, and then, you know, you have to report, and then, and then they'll recommend to get testing or not. So, you know, I did the reporting, and they recommended testing. Um, I was not about to drive to Seattle; it's like a thirty mile drive. So, yeah, I decided to to find a local testing center, and I went there and tested. And I was feeling all right. I mean, I still had this cough. I bought some Dayquil, though. I still had this cough, and I was feeling, you know, <clears throat> not so shaky. Excuse me, <clears throat> but not so, you know, not 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 one hundred percent either. So the day goes on, the afternoon goes on, things are fine. I went to the store, went to Walgreens, and I did, you know, ran some errands, came back. Picked up uh, Lily Oliver from school, and we were just fine, just fine, you know. And um, the evening goes on, and usually, you know, I've, I've tested before at this community testing center, and it takes like at least, I mean, it's taken up to, you know, 48 hours for the results to come back. But these results came back later that evening, um, Thursday evening, and about 11 o'clock is when they, they popped up. Uh, on my phone, and it was a positive um, test. Um, COVID-19 was detected. <clears throat> and from there, everything just kind of fell apart. Everything just went to hell. I just, at that time, had the sense of failure. I had the sense of, you know, I felt like a statistic. I felt like everything that I had been, you know, fighting for or against or, you know, whatever, you know, I I started, you know, I, I started thinking, you know, what it is I did wrong, where I went wrong, what, what you know, what protocol I didn't follow. It just started this chain reaction. And so, you know, everybody else in the house, I let them know, you know, they get worried and, and they start feeling, you know, I don't know if it's that, you know, Munchausen syndrome, you want to call it or whatever, but everyone started to feel symptoms too. Eventually they tested, they were negative. And, you know, I had to report it to my supervisor, obviously reported it to the university and, you know, they let me know when I could go back to work. So I'm thinking, hey, you know, I got it. 
I might as well deal with the symptoms and just go on from there and just, you know, move on. But I couldn't just move on. I couldn't just move on because I was hell-bent on figuring out where was it that I went wrong. So, you know, I, I spend all of Friday, you know, I get up, take my daughter to school as usual. You know, I'm here at home, come back, and I just sleep. You know, I tried to do my usual routine, my, my chores. I just slept. Got up in time to go pick her up. You know, came back home. Everyone else showed up from work. Slept. Slept, slept all evening. Got up Saturday. <clears throat> had some breakfast, excuse me. And slept. <clears throat> slept, slept, slept. Sunday came around. I started feeling better. But I'm still sleeping. And then what happens then? My worst nightmare. You know, my worst nightmare. My little girl starts coughing. But she's acting fine. She's coughing. And usually, you know, we know when she's going to get sick because she gets a certain look in her face. Her eyes get a certain way. And she, you know, her symptoms just progress. But she just had this little cough and she was kind of bobbing wet, you know, going up and down, up and down. Symptom-wise, she'd run around and then, you know, sit down, run around, come back. And... You know, just really didn't think just really didn't think anything of it. Well, here we go. A little bit later that day, I'm holding her because we sit together in my recliner a lot. We're we're, we're pretty much inseparable. And I'm holding her and I'm thinking, man, she feels warm. She's just like warm. And I felt her forehead, felt warm, but her back was really, really warm, you know. And usually she's warm because she, she, she bundles up pretty easy. So decided to take her temperature. Took her temperature, 100.4. I said, ah, damn it, here we go. It's happening. So that was Sunday, okay. Uh, you know, gave her the Tylenol. The fever went down. Gave her a bath. She slept. All right, good. Monday comes around and um, wakes up and she still has a fever. So I said, well, damn, now what? What am I going to do? Well, you know, we have a few of the home tests. Uh, you know, we, we got a couple through the mail from the government uh, through USPS. And then her school sent a couple home. And I purchased a few from Walgreens. And tested her, and boom, it was amazing. I think the the test indicator popped up before the control indicator did. I mean, that's how saturated, her, that's how colonized she was. I mean, it was just, it was heavy. So, boom, I'm thinking, damn, great. Now, not only did I somehow, you know, uh, you know, break or 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 falter in protocol. But now I got my family. I got my daughter sick. And for those of you who know me, my daughter is a numero uno. She's the she is the she's everything to me in my life. Everything to me in my life. So at that time, I felt like the worst parent. I mean, I felt like I have failed her. I felt like I had betrayed her. I felt like I had just done her wrong. Now, my symptoms were, you know, I don't want to downplay my symptoms because I'm going to say this. If it weren't for the vaccinations, if it weren't for my, my vaccines and the booster, it would have been a lot worse, I could tell you, for sure. 
I could tell you for sure. You know, and she's not vaccinated yet. You know, as a matter of fact, that Friday before we were going to vaccinate her. But since I had already been diagnosed, you know, COVID positive and she obviously exposed to me in the household. How was it that we were going to get her, you know, vaccinated? Right. I'm glad we didn't because we just would have made things worse at that time. Well, anyways, so, yeah. So, you know, I, I feel like a failure. You know, and and everybody's, you know, everyone's being supportive. No, you're not a failure. It was going to happen. It could have happened to anybody. No, 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 no. But that's not good enough for me. I know better. I've been there since the beginning. You know, I've grown with this. You know, I've, you know, I work with a good group of people. You know, we, we get daily internet, information, just everything. You know, I'm just so informed about this. And, and boom, here we go. You know. I'm not so much worried about me because, come on, I'm a 47-year-old male. I can take care of myself. But, you know, um, little girl just turned seven. So I'm thinking, okay, so now what do we do? Now what am I going to do? <clears throat> Got to take care of my baby girl. So talk to the school, let the school know that, you know, she's positive for COVID. And now she's got to stay home for the five days. And I'm thinking, damn it, Santino, you really did it. But because of your failure, now she's got to miss a week of school. God damn it. You know, and, you know, I've had to kind of set aside my pity party, you know, to go on and to take care of her, you know. And we've been home together, you know. And don't get me wrong, I'll I'll keep her home with me every day, all day long, because I just love her so much and I want her with me everywhere I go all day long and you know you know and I this is what I want to say this is what I understand okay so you know she comes out positive and I feel like I should have just been I I feel like I should have been a better parent because how could I get my daughter how could I how could I give her this fucking virus how could I do it now I'm starting to go over the fact that, you know, I screwed up somewhere along the line and breached, broke, or didn't follow, you know, protocol or whatever. You know, I mean, obviously, I could have gotten infected anywhere. I could have gotten infected over the weekend, anywhere, whatever, at the restaurant we went to, at the grocery store, or whatever. But, you know, how the fuck could I have done this to my daughter? How could I have done this to her? And then I started thinking, this is so stupid. This is so stupid. You know, she's unvaccinated. You know, I have to watch, you know, I have to have to keep, you know, Hawk's eye on her, make sure that she doesn't go south or decompensate. You know, I have to make sure that she doesn't, you know, become, you know, so febrile that she has seizures. And I'm thinking, fuck, all those parents out there that choose not to vaccinate their kids you know, who choose to let their pride stand in the way of vaccination, that they let it laterally affect their kids and put their kids in harm's way. Man, I mean, that infuriated me even more, you know. So so obviously once, you know, once the time period has passed that you can't get vaccinated until, you know, post-infection, then we'll get her vaccinated. But I'm thinking, man, well, the way I'm feeling now, the fear that I'm feeling now for not you know, following this protocol or somehow breaking it or whatever, however it was that I ended up getting it and giving it to her. How can there be, how can there be parents out there that say, no, no, I don't believe in vaccinate. You're not going to make me vaccinate. So therefore my kids aren't going to get vaccinated either. And then your kid gets vaccinated, they get sick and either they die or they shit themselves to death or, you know, something happens, you know. 
I don't know, like, like I, I just hit this totally different plane. You know, I mean, I, you know, I could have beliefs about everything. I could have my own beliefs. I could have my own interpretations. I could have my own perceptions. But as a parent, it is my responsibility to raise my child the best way that I can. Sans bias. Meaning, it is not my, it is not my place in life to push upon my daughter um, my conspiracy theories and crazy thoughts and this and that and and pride, you know. That's the worst thing you can do to your kid is push your pride on them and, and, and hurt them. You know, but like things like religion and family values and, and family beliefs, obviously you want to pass that down to your kid. You want them to grow up, you know, believing in whatever higher power you believe in and, you know, uh, how to treat people in society and how to be a good steward of the community. Obviously, those things you want to pass down. But, you know, if I had this crazy, crazy opinion about the vaccines and, oh, my God, and you're making me take it. And, blah, 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 and, blah, and that, you, that means you can make my kid take it, you know, and then, you know, and my kid gets it because I'm an ignorant fool with a bunch of opinions. I just, I just failed my child. Again, my opinion is, is that, you know, as a parent, it is our job to keep our child safe, um, you know, every way possible, you know, every way possible, physically, health-wise, and everything. And for me as a parent to, and I'm saying this for a reason, because obviously I believe in vaccinations and I've been wondering, but what I'm saying is, all those parents out there that 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 place their beliefs and their pride and their conspiracy theories and and opinions on their children just because you know that's how strong that, that's how strong they feel about it and then their kid gets sick and and something happens to them that's on the parent that's your fault it's not society's fault it's not the fact that, you know, government wants people vaccinated and, and the masks and all that. No, that's your fault as a parent. You should put your stupid pride aside. You should put your opinions aside. You should put your conspiracy theories aside. Put them all in the drawer and look at your child as an individual, as a human being, as somebody that deserves to be protected. Now, you might be thinking, well, I'm not going to benefit from the, from the vaccination because, you know, you're not going to make me take it, so I'm not going to take it. No. Now, maybe if you wouldn't make me take it, I'll take it. But since you're going to make me take it, because that's how I perceive it, I'm not going to take it. And since I'm ignorant in that sense, I'm going to push that belief on my child uh, and let them, you know, be at risk. Well, you know, for those parents that are like that, I hope things work out, you know. And I, I know that, there are people out there that are not vaccinated there and they're healthy and they've not been infected and kudos to you. And I hope it stays that way. And I hope you don't have to find out. And I know there are people out there that were anti-vax who have become sick or have had family or kids pass away and wish they should have been pro vaccination. You know, we've had all kinds of, we have, we've had all kinds of situations happen, right? But yeah, so you know, that's my other concern is now I failed my daughter because I've gotten her infected. Now, thank God, 
um, you know, we, you know, I've only had to give her uh, acetaminophen or Tylenol, you know, one time she's been up running around, she's running around, she's not had a fever recur, you know, kids are resilient with this, with, with this strain, you know, if it's the Omicron, because obviously Delta was more, was, 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 was worse, but yeah, I mean, she's just, oh my gosh, you know, she's just, she's doing great, so I'm not out of the woods, though, because obviously things can can dip again, you know. But yeah, so, you know, that's where it's been these past two days. And so now this is stupid again, you know, because I if, if I would have just, if, if you know, if, if I could just remember to be more conscious of my steps and where I go, what I do when I'm in clinic or, or whatever, or did I, I don't know. I don't know how this happened. And it's neither here nor there now. And this is a lesson learned. And... You know, I didn't think I could be more, more careful than I already was, but obviously I'm going to need to be. This was a waste of fucking time because now a week out of work, thank God I have the the sick time and the paid time off to do it, you know. Um, now it's affected my daughter, you know, one week out of school and we've got to you know make sure that she makes up her, her homework and stuff. Um, because if she falls behind, then that's my fault because I'm the one that did it to her. You know... But this is such a waste of time, you know. I thank God that due to the vaccination that I was able to fare through this, you know, as well as I did. But still, it's a waste of time, you know. And I guess my message there is is that, you know, I wish people would just understand how important it is to just be careful, even in the smallest sense, in the smallest detail, to not get, you know, to not get infected, you know. I wish people would sit down and realize even though the symptoms might be mild, but it'll take you out of work for a week. I mean, you know, there are people that don't have, uh, you know, pay time off, you know, that work for horrible employers. I don't give them that, you know, and then what happens? They're they're out of work for a week and they're down that money. You know, I'm, I'm lucky that I get paid the, the salary that I do at work. I get paid very well. Um, I'm a state employee. You know, I have great benefits. But unfortunately, there are families that don't, you know, and they can't work and they lose out on that money. What happens? You know, what does that mean? That's bills. That's food. But all you other motherfuckers out there that don't think about that, that think that it's not a big deal. That could possibly be infecting people that 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 are worried about it, that do have children and families that they need to worry about. You know, I hope it doesn't come back on you. I hope it does not come back on you in the worst way. Anyways, so yeah, so this has been a stupid waste of my time getting infected because all I've done was I've taken myself out of my, my, you know, my line of responsibility. I've affected my daughter. Thank God we're okay. Thank God we're going to be okay. You know, thank God that tomorrow is going to be here for us and that next week's going to be there, God willing. She can go back to school. I can go back to work. I can go back to making a paycheck. You know, thank God for having money saved up. But yeah, that's that's how I've gone through this infection. You know, it's not like, you know, you get a cold or a flu and like, oh, my God, thank God I'm over it and get back to life and everything. Yeah. You know, it I, it's that emotion and some, you know, just really upset with myself. You know, and I know that my story is a very mild story. It's a mild, mild story compared to other people. You know, there are the people out there that have way younger children, newborns, you know, babies, or, you know, sick, uh, you know, high-risk family members at home, 
you know, and those are things we need to think about. And I guess what I'm saying is, is that I just really, really, really implore you, you know, implore the people out there to just really, you know, be a little extra safe, be a little extra safe. Um, because man, if you have any conscience at all, it'll just make you feel like shit. All right, guys, Santino for all things medical assistant. Thanks for listening. And again, you know, please take care of each other. Stay safe, stay clean, and just you know, be good to each other. You know, just just try and think about being a good steward to to society. Check out allthingsmedicalassistant.com. You know, you can. Uh, you can uh, you can find a way to send us a message through there and 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 you know give me an opinion give me a give me an insight you know uh, did I piss you off let me know or do you have something to say or just you know send me an email we'll get you on as a as a guest um, yeah so please again everybody just please take care and be safe all right all right till next time.